Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. cool guest tonight and hang on just a second and let me do some technical things there <laughs> and uh i want to introduce her she's got a lovely bio and i would forget about half of this if i didn't read it so i'm gonna and then i'm gonna do my own introduction <laughs> this is danielle she is one of my very best friends one of my favorite people on earth and maybe sometimes in other places. <laughs> Danielle Agnew is an award-winning angel translator, psychic, and medium feature featured on NBC, ABC, TNT, Travel Channel, Discovery, and the Washington Post, and the Huffington Post. Danielle was the angel consultant on the W or CW's hit show, Supernatural, as well as consulting on DC's Man of Steel and Lifetime's American America's Psychic Challenge. I both stutter and I'm dyslexic. This isn't fun. <laughs> I may not read the entire thing, but do you know, yeah, yeah, because it's a little long. It's a lot longer than that. But um, do you know that she is fabulous? Danielle is one of the people that helped me the most moving into my psychic abilities. She was the one to actually put something in my hand <laughs> and show me that I could read from that. So um, I want to have you welcome, and I, I also want to say hi to everybody. I want, but I want you to welcome Danielle Agnew. 
on to the show. Hi, Marcia. Sorry about the bio from hell. Sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. It's absolutely oh, God, fabulous. It's wordy. It's wordy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a lot of things, right? I mean, you're busy all the time, I believe. So there, yes. tell us a little bit about, about the show that you're you're setting up to put out right now. Oh, Road Angel? Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And, you know, it's an interesting thing, and I'm glad you asked about that, because, um, wow, I am distractedly looking at this hat that's right above my head. So <laughs> I'm sometimes wearing the hat, and sometimes I'm not. So, oh, well. Um, so Road Angel is super, super cool. It is a television show based upon what I do every day, which yeah. is translate angel messages for people all over the globe. And I do that for individuals, for private companies, for public companies, Fortune 500 companies, Hollywood studio heads. That's how I got the CW gig with Supernatural. Um, and I've been yeah. doing it a long time, right? And so, and you, Marcia, you talk to all kinds of beings as well. You're a huge channel yourself. Mm -hmm. So Road Angel, is about, I'm just going to scoot over here. There, now the hat's not on my head. Um, Road Angel is about a person, me, who goes into different towns and who is directed by the angelic realm to actually help people. And so it's a, it's a docu-series. And if there's a Chris Hemsworth docu-series out on Nat Geo right now, which is really amazing. And it kind of reminds me of Road Angel in its production value. So we shot the pilot. Uh, it's really, it's really a great show. And it's about overcoming your own fears. It's cool. And of course, hunky Chris Hemsworth plays Thor. So to see him be fearful as a person, right, is cool. So Road Angel, we've got yeah. the pilot can, and actually we're having to re-edit the end of the very last minute and 48 seconds. Um, because they enclosed a wonderful piece of me singing Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, which is great, unless you're paying the music licensing fees on Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. That's not great at all. So we're, we'll just show me singing some other way. And But it should be coming out soon, you guys. Um, I'm hoping, you know, we've got a couple of eyes on some distribution through like Apple Plus or Amazon or whatnot. So I'll let everybody know when we get closer to where the heck it's going to land. Sounds good. Sounds great. And I know it'll be a great show. I have spent loads of time. Ooh. <laughs> That's funny. Getting my hair caught in my own ring. Yeah. I spent loads of time with Danielle um, doing these different kinds of things. We actually have done, we, <laughs> we all auditioned for a TV show ourselves. <laughs> that was really fun. I think I'm a little bit too down to earth and too calm maybe for tv i'm not very dramatic at all so oh, please oh my god you are made for tv you walk around with a 700 foot braid i mean that's like right there you're like you're gonna rip you into spiritual shape people i mean that's no it's awesome. actually i think i don't think i got called on that casting call for that um because oh. everybody else got called out on that casting call and I don't think I did, 
because actually we had just we had just gone into production on Road Angel, and I think what happened is they went to the website and looked and saw that I was doing something, and we're like, eh, that's gonna get weird. Wow. But um, yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Uh, it TV is yeah. what people think, is it? It's not. <laughs> No, no, it's it's yeah. really kind of boring. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, tedious. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. For me, anyway, I like live shows where people and live show, shows. You know, I am my genuine self. I am the girl who gets my own hair caught in my ring. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love you, though, because it's true. But that's, you know what, Marcia, and, and if I may, this is a really important portion of this discussion, I feel, is that television, what people see on TV, there's a difference between reality shows and docu-series. And reality is, you guys, for people who may not know this at home, and Marcia, you know this, but um, reality is where you've got, you've got a little earpiece right here, and you've got a line producer telling you what to say because they don't want to pay a writer with writer guild pay. So they're trying to skirt paying writers in reality TV by having a producer do what's called soft scripting and they stuff a little earpiece in and they feed these folks who aren't actors lines, which is if you watch some of these really hokey reality shows and I won't name them because I'll get in trouble. But if you watch them, you'll see the actors or the people that aren't actors because nobody's writing or learning anything. They'll do this. They'll be like, hey, Jan, I really don't like you. Because <laughs> they're like listening to these lines. So that's the difference between reality uh, docu-series is when they follow somebody like myself around or Chris Hemsworth. And they document what you're doing. And each episode is cut into a little mini documentary, generally covering, covering a topic. And Anthony Bourdain on CNN, Parts Unknown, was really what broke ground for the docu-series. So when you're when March is talking about sitting around and doing a lot of nothing uh, on television production, even though it's my own show with Road Angel, I'll sit there and I'm waiting for the guys to get the lights. And although we don't have that many lights and fabulous things because it's shot live. It's shot live like a newscast, but then it's edited for time. So, yeah, it is pretty boring, though, when you're just sitting there with, like, a lav mic on and trying not to smear your lipstick. It, it's, it gets a bit much. <laughs> I really never have to worry about that. I don't like lipstick, so. <laughs> oh, darling. <laughs> when we get you on Road Angel, the makeup lady will paint something on you that doesn't even look like lipstick, but it makes your lips show up. It's magical. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> so. Oh, I want to see people. I know that people have done donations already. Um, Robert is here and he donated some money. Let's see. Um, Ruth is here. Lovely. Thank you. <laughs> uh, there, oh, somebody else was on here that I might be missing something. So, Danielle, I don't know if you can see it or not, but if there's a private chat and a comments, and if you click on the comments, you can read the comments. So. I. I wonder if I can see this. I don't know. Um, oh, wait, I don't know. No. Depends on <laughs> if well, you're on your computer, somewhere. you probably can. If not, no, I do not think I can, darling. I think you are the guru <laughs> with all the information. That's okay. That's totally okay. Nancy Ramsey made a donation as well. Would love to have a message, she says. Richard is here. 
he usually likes messages as well. Joyce Hartman. Hi, Joyce. Hi, everyone. Melissa Parks is here. That's who we talked to earlier today because Melissa and I were together. Yes. Destiny Reed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lots of people. Linnell is here. Yay. Lori Eichert is here. Oh, I don't Lori. think you've met Lori yet, have you? I don't know. I, that's awesome, though. I know who that is. So hi, Lori. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Well, lovely to have you all here. So, Danielle, would you mind helping me give some readings today? No, that's cool. Would you like to shoot out some readings for people? <laughs> well, I'm gonna lead you. I'm gonna let you lead out, girl. And okay, because that's all right. Like, for anybody who may not know this, Marcia and I literally have known each other since high school. Um, when we were in a musical together, we were in the music band together, and, and Marcia was playing playing a character playing in the band. And what were you playing, Marcia? I was playing a sousaphone, which is a great big fancy tuba. Like, um, looks like the Whoville one. It wraps all the way around you, yeah. With the bell over the top. <laughs> it was white. It was awesome. And I was not, I was playing a character did not have a an instrument in music band but um anyway so we were in the music band together and that was god i was 15 at that time we were in different yeah. high schools but we combined and uh you had to come down to west high and i i was burying the librarian in the music band. right mm -hmm. uh, there were bells on the hill you know but i've never heard them ringing so i mean it was just this <laughs> So when we talk about doing things together, uh, just as a precursor to reading, uh, Mar Marcia is literally one of my dearest friends. And we have done so many fun things around Montana, even though right now I'm in Montana and you're in Florida. <laughs> you're on tour and I'm in my house. So that's awesome. So and that's unusual. <laughs> forgot to mention something about Danielle. Danielle is also a singer and she has made the top 40, which makes her somebody very important. <laughs> so every once in a while when she travels, well, maybe often, I'm not sure you can make that detail, but she ha she gets, um, has people following her around for security reasons. <laughs> This actually only got awkward. Well, I mean, it's generally awkward, but it got awkward when um, I was dating my now wife, uh, who Marcia knows, Rebecca. And Marcia, thank you. Uh, and, and Rebecca is also an earth sign. And y'all know Marcia really well. Marcia's a Capricorn, earth baby. And aren't you like a triple Capricorn or something? I'm double Capricorn, we're the Virgo moon, so triple yeah. Earth. Yeah. yeah. And I'm simultaneously impressed and frightened by that all at the same time. So, <laughs> because Danielle is a Pisces. I'm a Pisces with the Cancer rising and a Leo moon. I know the Leo moon's a shocker, but try to try to digest that. So, <laughs> So we were, you know, my, my wife and I, just very quickly, because we have people who like readings, um, 
my wife and I were in San Diego and we were dating. And my wife, Rebecca, is a Taurus uh, with uh, a Leo moon, but a Capricorn rising. And she is as earthy and it's just no nonsense. She's a, she's Scottish. She just doesn't want, I mean, she's American, but she's of Scott lineage. Pretty no BS lady. And we're in San Diego. And I kept trying to send Rebecca, like I dress up for our dates, right? I mean, I'm just gaudy by nature. Aren't I, Mark? I'm just kind of gaudy, just a little. And I'm Italian, so, huh. So I was showing up. There's a lot. Up. There's a lot there. Yeah. And, and I remember when I was first dating uh, Rebecca, she's like, oh, I just want to see the real you. And don't you ever wear just jammas around the house? And I'm like... Dude, I'm either in pajamas, I'm in jammy clothes, or I'm in show clothes. There's no middle, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, in order to get her interested in me, I had to take a picture of me in my pajamas changing my guitar strings because I fronted <laughs> the band Pope Jane, which some of you may remember back in the day. And so I was trying to find the earthiest thing I could do, which is change guitar strings. Wow, but okay. So speeding up, we're dating, we're in San Diego, and uh, we get there. And we walk into the hotel and the people we walked in, we checked in. And if you're somebody in the public eye, you guys, and you might want to know this if you're interested in going into the public eye. And if you're somebody who's just done stuff, okay, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, the hotels, especially in Southern California, will f they'll flag your ID because you have your ID when you check in and you pop up on a separate screen. Now, it had been a minute since I'd, well, no, two or three years maybe since I'd done anything in San Diego. So I was kind of hoping I'd fallen off the screen because I'm with Miss Practical, who doesn't want to be dating any of that, right? And I'm just like, oh, God. All right. So after the thing got flagged, then this is what Marsh is talking about, okay? This is, sorry about the, this is the shortest I can do as a Pisces, my story. <laughs> so what happened was from that point forward, we went up to the room and we started to come back out. And I didn't think much about it. Uh, and these guys went and opened the door for us and said, Miss Agnew, I hope you have a good night. And Rebecca's just like, the hell is that? You know, and I'm like, oh, that was really, and I'm just trying to cover. I'm like, aren't they really nice in San Diego? Those are really nice people, right? And so this progressed to the fact that we go to the pool and we're hanging around the pool. And of course, I'm buying drinks because hello, it's me at the pool. So I go up, hand them a driver's license. So it actually was a credit card, but now that's attached to my ID. So I go up there and I watch the bartender and he's just shooting the crap with me like a normal person should. Like Marsha, if we're at the Dry Creek in Bridger, right? Just like, <laughs> what do you want? I'm like, ah, tequila. Great. You know, all of a sudden he runs my credit card and he comes back and he's all different. He's like, thank you, Miss Agnew. Thank you. And I'm like, oh no. So we're sitting there and I just like, okay, we sit down Pretty soon, the, the security detail, these guys were hanging out with where we were because this is back a few years ago and I still had a stomach you could bounce a quarter off of. Now, don't throw that quarter at my stomach. You will lose it, okay? <laughs> It'll go in there and it's, it ain't never coming out, honey. So we're sitting there oh. and all of a sudden, all these security detail people start coming around and Rebecca's noticing this and these guys were coming up going, hey, can I put suntan oil on your back? And these people were coming in. And the entire cast, you know, Kat Von D, the tattoo show at the time that was very popular, comes in and they're all looking fabulous on one quarter of the pool. I look like, I don't care. I'm swimming. I'm drunk. Who knows? And 
there's this group of like very fabulous people uh, and they sit down <laughs> in their very fancy tent that they had reserved by the pool. Rebecca and I were in the, in the ghetto lawn chairs. We didn't care. We were in San Diego. It's fine. And the security detail ignored them and came and stationed over where we were. And my wife is noticing this and I'm trying to distract her. I'm like, ha, ah, wow, people are really nice here, right? Do you want another hot lemonade here? Ah. And finally she turns over and she flips over. She had it. She finally was onto it. She goes, she looked at me, she goes, how famous are you? And I said, well, and I'm like, crap, that's it. There goes my relationship. I don't have enough pajama pictures to make up for this, you know? <laughs> and I say to her, I said, let me put it to you this way, honey. I said, rock star is always going to trump reality TV star. That's it. And she sits back and she goes, oh, oh, I think I could get used to this. And I sighed a sense of relief. And we've been fine. And now she's seen me a lot. I promise, and the bloom is off the rose. So there you go. <laughs> yes. Poor Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca is was used to getting up at like four o'clock in the morning and going, 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 going. And and she told me one time, you know, she never goes to bed. <laughs> And she said something about, we're not rock stores, you know? And I'm like, um. <laughs> I said nothing. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I'm glad you helped her through all of the things. That's what I would tell you. Absolutely. Oh, I think you hitched up there, sister. But can I tell you from my perspective? Oh, there you are. Yay. There. Yay. That was this beautiful thing that you were like, oh, <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> That's great. If you can be frozen, yeah, don't have a frown on your face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Always be happy, right? So, yeah. Robert. You would like a message. I know you would. So Danielle, I usually sing a little bit. So if you won't mind, I'll see a little bit. And then can you channel something for them from their angels, please? Um, yes. I make them ask you a question first, because that's the way it rolls with the angelic realm. Ah, yeah. Okay. So uh, let's see. So you're up, Robert. Ask a question, please. And while you're doing that, I'll do some singing. Manchelaku, 
Marekial Okay, I don't know if Robert got the message. Um, at least I'm not seeing anything yet. So, Robert, if you don't mind, unless you don't, unless you have a specific question, Robert always likes to know about um, how he can better move into his shamanism. <laughs> so um specifically i'm not sure if i can pick up the specific question but is there more he can do to open up to everything that he should be that's robert's are you channeling robert's question i am yeah okay wow man this is cool all right <laughs> is there more robert can do to open up that robert i got the angel who walks with your life path Robert, you are way too hard on your self-love. You are so hard. Buddy, ah, you are really hard on yourself. Um, now, listen, there's a difference between being of integrity with the self, right? Like like to make sure you're, you're doing the best you can and you want to stay on a path that will help people and that you're not out in some delusional world of thinking you can do all these things and thinking that, you're always one step away from what you wish you could be. And I hope that makes sense because the bottom line, Robert, is you're a massive empath. You feel everybody and everything. I am. Yeah. Okay. I mm -hmm. think that I got your angel talking at me. I think that um, I know they're showing me that you have a tendency love to think you're missing something. And, you know, part of that too is, you have an extremely huge palette of past lives here. And in this lifetime, the idea for you of being like, okay, I should know a thing. I should go on to the next thing. Um, actually, what they want to work with you on is being super cool with complete, rather than exploding into new ideologies. Um, I wouldn't say implode, but how about sink into, how's that? Implode sounds like a black hole. Don't be a black hole, Robert. Um, but just implode, just sink into what you are and root into the ground because the message for you, the angel who walks with your heart says, this one who seeks to know that which is withdrawn from the mind for that which is misunderstood as lacking. Fancy way to say you think you might be missing something. Um, you're not. In fact, sometimes it's the quiet moments where you, this sounds stupid and i'm sorry to say it like this honestly it's going to sound ridiculous but sometimes it is the quiet moments in your mind and in yourself and the simplest things you do that move you on to the next step um also they said that which is retrieved through the mind for purposes other than growth a fancy way to say you might be also looking at stay out of comparison with yourself okay um, and I see that you're, you're comparing yourself not because you're comparing yourself, Robert, because you want to be true to yourself. You want to have integrity in what you're doing and you want to open yourself up. And there might be somebody else who can do this or that. And and I'm making this very simplistic, Robert. I'm not saying you absolutely feel this way, but maybe you might be looking at that person going, oh, I really kind of wish I could do this or that. Um, actually, uh, they're showing me you. Sorry, I'm not staring into space. I'm looking at you here. And you can, you are so capable. 
yes, you are a healer, Robert. They want me to tell you that. Yes, you are a healer. Yes, you are. And I understand that you love to learn. And they're also telling me that you love uh, to expand your capabilities with energy and whatnot. But you didn't originate on the planet, love. You, like many of us, came in and are now borrowing a human spacesuit to get around this lovely environment. So you've got some off-world skills where you came in here and that your clear gifts come from that. You have a huge ability with your clear sentience, Robert. So trust yourself a little more, man. That's what I would tell you. I would tell you to trust yourself and at the risk of sounding trite, be a little kinder to yourself. You are a good person and you're working really hard to get your gifts out there. And I do see people in the past who have blown your gifts off and blown you off. And I'm really sorry, but that is not your future. So that may sound broad and weird in general, but I think you will understand that it is not because your question was, what do I do to unlock these pieces of me and go to the next level? You're already your next level, man. You already are. <laughs> so now that I said that, Robert asked about relationships, but Robert, I want to tell you that everything that Danielle said goes for relationships as well. So if you need to re-listen or listen back to the replay on that and just insert that word relationships into pretty much everything she said, you're there. And when you find the right person, it, it'll be less about worrying about how things should be and more about just spending time and being, right? So. <laughs> and Robert, and I'll add to the majestic Marsha's message there with relationship, just everything that they just said, that makes a lot more sense, to be honest with you, when the focus <laughs> is relationship. So they probably knew what your question was before I did, which is how it works. A lot of times I'm the translator. I'm kind of in the dark till the end. Um, but I would tell you this too, love, you are a giant empath and you want to help everybody, doll, okay? And and I'm Italian, so I hope that's not, I'm, I call a lot of people doll, I hope that's not a demeaning uh, way to refer to you. Uh, but there's, you have asked, your petition has been heard that which is equally yoked, they said. You have asked the universe, apparently, for a turnkey opportunity. You don't want any more fixer-uppers, man. You're tired of having your heart broken, your bank account drained, and just these people being wackos. Okay, God bless them all. Yay. So, um, but the, the, the right relationship for you, it's a turnkey situation, and you can just walk into it. And they have heard you. They have heard you. You are, in, and that's the whole point of that whole commentary before. You are enough, man. And all you got to do is shine, and the right human being is going to appreciate that at this time. Perfect. Okay, so Karen Olson is asking for a message. She says, what would the angels like me to know about how to use my own intuition to help others? Karen, you wild dreamer, you, your dreams, girl. They're showing me dreaming all kinds of predictive stuff. Um, and also your ability to know stuff. You have like Robert, a big gift called clairsentience. You just know things. Um, similar message to Robert, but a little different in that you know you can do it, girl. And Robert, not saying you didn't. We're just talking about Karen here. Um, you know you have intuitions about people. You know you get messages for people. And it's a soft feed, that feeling you get. Okay, they're showing me it's in your body here. You get that feeling and you're like, oh my God, this is, some, this is not for me. It's for others. The hardest part about helping other people, and this is the angel who walks with your heart because you also are a huge empath. You feel everybody, feel the world. 
Uh, the angel who walks with your heart is telling me through the angel who walks with your higher functions. That's how you think about things. The part of what you hang up on is trusting the messages that you're getting for people. And um, I just felt you over there going, what if I know? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh, right! And so it's trusting, <laughs> trusting those messages. Um, feel them in your body, their whispers, their knowingness. And, and the big, the line you're looking for, according to the angel who walks with your life path, the a line of permission is the way I would put it, that you're looking for, is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a, t- a bad TV show example. Uh, there was a show on television years ago about a psychic, and it, was, it starred Jennifer Love Hewitt. And she walked up to people and she's like, I have a message from you from the other side, and would blurt out this message. Um, that's kind of violates a few laws of comfortability and free will and all these things, but they have to do that for TV. So if you ask your angel who walks with your heart, you know what? I'm, I know I'm kind of scared. I don't want to get the message wrong. I don't want it to be like weird and out there, but I, I, I really want to help this person. You're going to find the people who will come to you and ask for the help they need to receive. And this is for everybody out there. If you're going to pose a question, at least to me, Maybe my darling friend, Marcia here, has a slightly different parameter set. But when you're dealing with angels, you mm-hmm. must present intention. You've got to ask for the help you want to receive. That's universal, you guys. So, Karen, you want to use your gifts and talents? You ask your angel to help you overcome the butterflies of just allowing others to know your full capacity of gifts that you have. Because, girl, I, I think... You know what they are. I can see you knowing. And then I can see you second guessing that knowing. Can I do that though? I don't know. But I could pop your hood and I am popping your hood up there. And I know you know you have some things, but how you can help what other people love, there is no one specific way to do it because you have multiple gifts. The biggest way to do it is be willing and get over the hiccup of being a little intimidated by bringing it out there. And believe me, you're not going to tell people something that they're not supposed to hear. Not unless all of our egos get in the way, those of us who do this job, if we just let the information come through and trust that that's what we've got for folks and let it go. And if somebody asks you a question, girl, and you don't know, just say, I don't know. I don't know. I say, I don't know all the time. People ask me things. What about this? I'm like, I don't know. I'm getting the big fat nothing for you. Sorry. (laughs) So hopefully that will help you love, but it's really just about accepting. They said this one who shall seek acceptance as the true divinity within they said. So just accept you can do what you can do and the right way for you to apply those gifts will come forward. Don't worry about the how, accept the why and the how kind of presents itself, if that makes sense.
Yes, absolutely. So I'm just going to let Danielle go because we have lots of questions. So Destiny says, any messages from my authentic light teams and how on how to release all past ways of being with grace and ease? Oh, Marcia, <laughs> I'm hitting that to you. Boom. Destiny has a lot of elemental lives in there. So I am hitting that one to you. Go. <laughs> Well, Destiny, <sighs> okay, one of the things that's a down-to-earth thing that's going to help you is being in water. <laughs> now, first of all, you have the intention and you have it right. When you say with ease and grace, that's absolutely perfect. And hopefully it won't be um, like working with the Morgan was for me, like, boom! <laughs> Here is your life, sister. So um, do do ritual baths. They will help you a lot. And put the salt in the water. I would use for you sea salt and Epsom salts. That's two different, entirely different things. Um, but you want them both in your bath. And then use some herbs. You can even put them in a tea bag. Whatever you need, whatever you feel like you need. Because you're very intuitive. You know what you need for yourself. So you don't need to go with somebody else's guideline. You can go all on your own. And your fairies are all around you to help. So ask them. When you ask fairies, it's not exactly like asking an angel because they're two different realms. Fairies want to be commanded. So you nicely say something like, I need your help with this. <laughs> right? I need your help with letting go of past ways of being with ease and grace. And don't forget that part. <laughs> so I think that will help you a lot. Other things that you can do is see yourself, imagine yourself in a shower. When you spend time with the fairies, they're going to help clear you as long as you ask them to anyway. So go out, get your feet in the dirt, um, be in the woods, be in nature, whatever you can do to get yourself back to the natural things. And Danielle, I love that you you um, got the same thing about destiny that I did because I love doing readings for her. It's so much fun. <laughs> well, she's your people. She's your she people. is my people. She's your people. <laughs> yes. My girl, you take that. Yes. Awesome. So Ruth would like a message as well. Ruth Soltman. And she said, I would love a message, please. If there is time, let me see if she has. E. Okay. Hold on a second. My feet, my computer decided to be weird. The, the let me see if she has a specific question that she's asking. We have lots of people on tonight. Fairies and dragons rule. Ha! I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. So Ruth is another one of our, um, as my computer, one of our uh, show hosts. So um, I'm sure a message will pop up from her, but let me go on to the next person. I have to scroll all over the place if you're wondering what I'm doing. Now you're good. 
You're good. You're you're in the control chair. I'm just over here trying not to look like I'm wearing an extra hat. So yeah. <laughs> yes. It's actually in radio for anybody who's unfamiliar. Well, Marsha is looking at these questions. In radio, there is something called first chair and second chair. First chair is your host. And I used to do a radio show in Los Angeles, and I was second chair. The first chair was a really, really talented uh, radio host. And Marsha is first chair. This is her show. I'm the, I'm the guest. I'm second chair. So she also has to do all the hard stuff. And I get to just sit here and make sure that the light is looking good on my face because she's doing all the hard stuff right now. Go, Marsha. Well, let's give some credit to Tiffany. Tiffany actually runs the show. I only have to read. Stuff, man. She is amazing. Yes, she makes it so we barely have to do anything, actually. So it's kid. absolutely awesome. So there is someone here named Landover, and we need your first name, please. I would love that. Um, she says, feeling that after I get my body in order and healed, I will be step stepping into what I came here to do. I can answer that for you. Yes, you will. You already are. It doesn't take being all healed to um, to get there. So do do know that you don't have to do anything specific or get to a perfect place in order to be doing what you were meant to be doing as you are here. So Linnell says, I'm wondering if a temporary move to help an elderly human out or just stick to the schedule as is. Oh, the elderly human. The temporary move is going to be excellent for you for a couple of reasons. It's going to be a little bit of a butt pain just on like strategic things like moving is like, right. But the temporary move is also going to instill into you and bring out some gifts and talents and appreciation for who and what you are. It's also going to bring you into a new um, vibration, new people. Uh, it's kind of like the universe just wants to shake you out and bless you for blessing another. Um, and you you will receive uh, what I would, I like to call them from the angels, surprise blessings. They said that which is due you often overlooked for that which is encompassed in the day. Like your normal routine, the schedule. Oftentimes you guys, we get entrenched in our schedules and it's super duper hard to receive, right, Marsha? To like receive yeah. what the universe <laughs> is trying to give us. I'm like queen of that. So I know. So, you know, you've got to like, just let things happen. So if you do choose to help this elderly human, uh, this is somebody from a past life in that I don't know the gender of this person in this life, but in a past life, this person was an uncle, was a very beloved uncle of yours. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who they are to you in this life. They're not telling me yet. I will tell you that there is uh, a lot of wisdom also that's going to come to you from this and it won't be forever. And they said that which shall change all current trajectory. So if you help this person, it's going to change your future decisions on what life path you're taking because you're going to get some yummy, chewy goodies there that you're not expecting. And, you know, yeah, there's moving in life path and blah that's attached to it. But past that, there's bigger spiritual gain, apparently. So uh, you're getting a three-way thumbs up on that one from the angel who walks with your heart, the angel who walks with your life path, and the angel who walks with your higher functions. Also, say they said the same old, same old. I'm paraphrasing angels don't talk this way, but they are also mentioning that you 
all, you're, you're just a little darling. I think you could use a change of pace. The same old, same old. Might I even use the word slightly boring for you right now? So changing that up would probably be a good thing. That sounds awesome. Awesome. I love it. Linnell, um, Ruth Saltman um, has a question now. She says, if you need a question, how about my finances? Where do you see that going this year? Ah, how about my finances? Where do you see that going this year? Okay, I'm going to ask Ruth. I'm going to ask it and narrow this down a little bit because I'll tell you the big thing about this. Your finances. Uh, 2023 is going to be a good money year for you. And the message, I, I don't need another question, actually. I can I can sum this up for you. Do, they said that which is the investment in the self. Don't be afraid if there's an opportunity for you to invest or spend the money on you for greater gain. Like maybe it's a, uh, I don't know, a move, or maybe you're getting a certification, or you're like, oh my God, there's this weird thing. My nephew opened a business. I've got $200. I'm going to put it in that. Don't be afraid to spend the money on you this year. There are going to be opportunities, and they're showing me around August. I wish they showed me what, Ruth. They're not showing me what. But they're showing me just a, a window here where there's going to be a, a different swing in financial opportunity for you. Um, you are going to be making more money this year somehow. More money is coming to you this year. So I'd say just uh, in general, uh they said that which is applied to the past for that which is the limitation eyes. Uh, if you had financial hiccups in the past, don't worry about it this year. Just get in and don't be afraid to invest in yourself or in opportunities this year. And I, I see that that might seem a little antithetical because I think everybody's kind of threading the needle. I see you are right now financially. But Ruth, girl, hang in there. They've been listening to you. You have help coming. You have help coming. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, Marissa, the gal I'm staying with here, she said, she asked me to ask about the love that we discussed earlier. So what happened was in uh, her treatment today, we, um, we just, <laughs> gosh, you know how you do some things? Some magical things and then later you're like now what do we do <laughs> yeah kind of that's what's happening right here so uh, but i want to do this quickly we talked about um how people who are so wounded will get when they get love put it put toward them they don't know the difference between love and an attack, like a psychic attack. So when they get the energy of love shoved at them too fast, they back away and they and they retreat, they close down, shut off their heart. And Archangel Michael actually came through today and he was telling her that, that she needed to allow that love through, that any love is blocking um, any love coming toward her that she is blocking is blocking everything. So it's blocking um, her abilities, her ability to connect to her higher self, her ability to connect to uh, um, her spirit sister and, you know, loads of other things in her life. So do remember 
<laughs> I think that's what Marissa's point was, was reminding us that we need to open up to that love, stay open to all love so that we can move forward and get all the things done. <laughs> Yay. So let's see. Mary Gann says, hi, ladies. I heard you both a while ago on Danielle's podcast. I enjoy listening to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. I love doing these with Danielle, and we're going to do another one together yes. on her podcast, too. We yeah. got that build. So um, let's see. But Oh, goodness. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Destiny says, she is my people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Love it. I know. I know. I feel okay. It. So Mary's question is if you could have time, I could use some angelic device on my struggles with parenting a teen. Oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> well, now this is, is that Mary? Did you say the, my, yes. my stuff in my head? Okay. Um, Mary. Oh, you know, girl. The teen is very smart. The teen is highly intuitive. The teen is afraid. And in the teen's fear, kicks out, shutting down, you know, all the teen stuff, snarky, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but the best advice that the angel who walks with the life path of this team has to offer is that the teen also has a lot of spiritual gifts and talents. And if shown the majesty, that's the word they used, I know, they're angels, um, the majesty of these spiritual gifts and talents, and you have quite a few, Mary, right? So for you to be able to, to kind of wow this team with, uh, with, with knowledge that, with just knowing this is, and the team's going to kick back a little bit on you like... How do you know that? Or, oh, that's stupid or whatever. But parenting the teen, honestly, this this teen also is got so much. They are such a big empath. There's a lot of anxiety I'm seeing there because the world's a lot. Right. And when we're only so old and we're coming into this world where I mean, these kids all came into a world where the there's a pandemic, the Twin Towers fell down. Everybody's getting shot in schools. I mean, that's a very different world than I came into 54 years ago, you know. So there's a lot of fear there. So being able to sit with this team, talk about UFOs, which, Marsha, I hope we get a chance to get to because I've got some questions for you about UFOs before we're done. Um, talk about UFOs. Talk about out there things. When this person isn't going to want to engage, engage them anyway. Uh, ask them about the things they see. They see stuff at night. They feel things at night. It drives them into their shell. So demystify the mystical. Own it with power. I'm paraphrasing for you. Uh, show them that there's the world is not a scary place. By not not that you're scared in it. By not being scared of the things that would be scary, like smears in the dark. And you know, a lot of our young people are self-medicating with drugs and alcohol right now. They're checking out. They don't want to get involved with the world. They're like, screw y'all. This isn't my big deal. Um, I didn't do this, you know. And so, like our Gen Zs, for instance. Part of them want to go out and change the world. Part of them just want to unplug from the world and not even be here. Your teen is gifted, wise beyond their years, terrified of the nature of violent people. Don't blame them for that. And not sure how to navigate being so sensitive. 
Give them tools, Epsom salt baths, black tourmaline. Don't be afraid of your empathy. It's the greatest GPS ever. You think that the Marvel people had great superpowers? Wait till you discover your own. This is going to help open that person to discussing with you uh, what they're afraid of. And then they can get to a trust point. And the big question is, you guys can share it. Bring me your fears. What are you, what are you afraid of? Bring me your fears. I'll tell you if it's true or not. And then you, you can do the same thing. They can say, well, bring me your fears. And you can tell them what you're afraid of and, why, and if it's true or not. Just get that trust going. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. So now some of some of you, I'm going to have to do readings for you later. So I can't volunteer Danielle on that. I'm sorry. But you can get in touch with me over Facebook and I can do a reading for you because I know we're running over on time. So, or we're about to. But I do want, and Richard, let's just spew out <laughs> or spit out a really quick, reading for Richard because he got interrupted last time that I was on. So um, let's see. I don't know if he has, uh, I'm seeing, looking for an actual question from Richard. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Do they know, do, okay. Can the angels finish whatever their message was to him the last time that I was reading. <laughs> Go, girl. Make it happen. I got faith in you. I got so sideways that night. I realized that at, that um, we were over on time right when I was doing Richard's reading. So, Richard, uh, yeah, I think we talked about keeping it... Uh, hmm keeping it going in the theater world. And I I don't know where exactly we got interrupted. Do keep your heart open. And same for you. When, when energy comes out at you, sometimes you push it away and you retreat. But there are other times when, when you get a little overwhelmed but you cling on to it instead. So a nice balance between the clinging and, and pushing away is what you're looking for in life. So there you go. Glad we could get back into that for you. So Danielle, shoot, yes. what's your question? All right, Marcia. <laughs> so so many off-worlder visits we've had a ton of ufos over montana you're from here you know there's a ton of them coming and going from the prior range right behind bridger so you've known that we've got these off-worlder beings coming and going i do a ton of work in ufology um i do a lot of work there actually uh and so we've got a lot of messages coming through from our off-world community for people and i wanted to ask you because i know that you're aware of off our little off-world peeps especially hanging and camping as much as you do. And here in Montana, you guys, we see these guys all over the place. They're everywhere. They're up in the sky. And no, they are not weather balloons. And no, they're not satellites. We in Montana live in big sky country. We can tell the difference. We can stare at the sky the minute we're born. We're staring at the sky. So, Marsha, I wanted to ask your opinion because I have my own opinion. Uh, it's not even my opinion. I Well, I do have opinions, lots, lots of them. I also have a lot of conversations that I have with these beings that are going over. 
So a lot of folks that uh, have been in conversations with me, a lot of people who follow the work that I do, I told them I was going to ask you about what your take on some of the ufology, the UFO, uh, our off-world friends. Uh, the biggest question I get is, are they going to make contact with us? I always tell people they're making contact with us constantly. They're in contact with our world governments all the time, yet they are trying to make contact with yeah. us. No, you know. So what would you tell our beautiful viewers today that are tuning in to hear about UFOs, what's on the horizon for any sort of contact? And I'd like to know what off-world race you yap with the most, because I know which one I do, but to you, Marcia Record. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So uh, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Okay, so I agree. They're always here. They're always having contact with us. Um, and it's not something that we can push away, that we can defend against. Um, most of them aren't dangerous. Sometimes they are. I would encourage you that if you think they're dangerous, to use the law of love. And how you use that is when you find yourself in a situation that scares the crap out of you, say very firmly, I command the law of love. And that will change the situation for you. I guarantee it. And if you're not um, feeling like you can command it, just as a weave-in, um, you can also say, I invoke the law of love. If you're feeling not yeah. a commander at that moment, if you're crapping your pants with little green apples, and you're like, I can't command anything but my underpants. You can even say, I invoke the law of love. Okay, keep going, Marcia. Yes, yes. So I do believe that there will be more sightings. I think the government is ridiculous, still calling them weather balloons. Uh, we did have something. Well, we often have things happen around Montana. I was at a racetrack and we watched something fall out of the sky over the top of that. And lots of people gasped and we all wondered what was going on. And then we thought, well, we're going to be lied to anyway, or at least I did. I don't know what the rest of them thought, but I, I knew what it was. I knew that, um, that they would be coming down and I may or may not have contact. So the, <clears throat> The other thing is you asked me what what group I, I chat with a lot. Yeah, which group are you hanging out with uh -huh. in the ethers? So um, I don't know what these things are called because in their in their um, physical body they have little tiny necks. They look kind of like ET in the movie ET, right? So big head, little tiny neck, and then a bigger body. <laughs> they they also look kind of similar to what the Egyptians referred to as the Hathors. Now, when the Hathors show up to me, I see a light body. So I can't verify that necessarily. Um, I also work with Ar Arcturians, I guess. And um, <sighs> yep. That one escapes me. Oh, the Pleiades. There we go. I knew it had come along. <laughs> so tell us what you work with most, who you work with the most. The ones I chat up the most, and, and they would probably, 
probably not say I work with them. They'd be like, she is like that chatty little sister who hops on the ham radio and is like, hi, you guys, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's up? What are you doing right now? They're just like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, our friends from Sirius AB, the ones that are cutting across Montana all the time. It, and my lovely friends, the Uturan, who we like to call the Arcturians, um, actually were the ones that do the fear exercises, like show you what not to be afraid of in your dreamscape. They're here to show us that we don't need to be fearful. And they're the ones that taught me the hand signal, um, which is backwards. It's It would actually be this way if we were mirroring each other, but it's backwards. I got my my left hand up, which looks like my right hand and the way this is projecting, and my left hand down here. And it's it's a hand gesture. You can hand gesture it or you can literally say, I invoke the law of love. And we are a volatile species, humans. They think we're fascinating and they think we're awesome. We're also a bunch of chemicals wandering around with a calcium scaffold who act out a lot. You know, we're a saltwater bag with boiling chemicals up here. So we have a very different physiology than a lot of our off-world friends. And we actually have a lot more, we're subject to a lot more impulsiveness than they are because of our makeup. So if we greet them, and you're like Marcia said, if you're a little freaked out, and I have to say this to my friends from Sirius AB, at least I call them my friends. They're probably like, God, shut up. We don't even like you. But <laughs> I mean, when I'm chatting with them, they'll be flying over in their little orbs. Those are the Sirius AB craft. And I'll be like, hi, hi. And they used to phase out. You could just watch them disappear. Hmm. And Rebecca, my wife, if you just tuned in, would be like, don't do that. I don't want to watch the UFO. And when you talk to them, it goes away because they, right, Marsha, they talk telepathically. <laughs> right. So what I say now, so they don't go away on me, is I say, hi, I invoke the law of love. Welcome to Earth. What are you guys doing? <laughs> and at least they'll be like, oh, well, this one in a monkey suit is not going to throw a rock at me. Perhaps I'll answer her. So they'll tell me what they're doing. And I learned about spacecraft propulsion. And I'm a huge astrophysics geek anyway. So I would say probably, Marsha, primarily uh, the folks from Sirius AB, which are our galactic um, goodwill bringers, terraformers. I don't mean that like humans would terraform. I mean, like, let's build a pyramid and be able to, like, funnel all this power to your valley through broadcasting yeah. electromagnetic resources through all of that beautiful limestone on this pyramid that Napoleon stripped off and now they're just big old blocks in the desert. So, um, you know, that's Sirius AB, uh, the people who went in and helped our star people out. So I'd say them and then the Oturan are probably my top two. Awesome, awesome. Well, Daniel, we're out of time. We're gonna have to have you on here again. <laughs> I love it, and Thank you. Everybody that has a question that needs to get in touch with me, that my information is in the chat or my phone number is 406-281-0135. And I'm Marsha Culver Reichert on Facebook. So give me a shout out. Let me know. And we love you all. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> Thank you very much for the donations. And we'll see you soon. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.